You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, sexymarriage.net. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Right out of the gates for today's episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, we've got a great opportunity for one of the members of Sexy Marriage Nation that is mm-hmm. uh, wanting to, has thought about, has kicked around the idea of coming to the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway in 2019, which is June 20th through 23rd. Uh-huh. But finances have been an issue. Yeah, we have someone that's kind we of have, trying to help. We have a scholarship people, available yeah. to cover registration. Yeah. And so uh, if you are interested in coming and registration, the cost of registration, which the early bird rate goes away April 15th, so that's next week, Yep. Um, then that's when the price will go up. But if that is what's kept you from signing up, um, we'll cover it. And so if a lot of people from the Sexy Merge Nation email us at feedback.sexymergeradio.com saying, I want it, I want the spot, because you're still going to have to cover your travel, hotel, and food. Right. But right. We'll this cover, is just the registration. Registration has been yep. covered by someone, yep. and so this is a uh, a, a, spo- a scholarship for someone. So if there's several, we'll come up with a a random way on who gets it. But we want to throw it out there. Yeah. But, if nothing else, it's going to be Corey puts all the names in a hat and I draw it out. <laughs> That's very scientific. <laughs> but hey, it's it's unbiased. It's a, but we want to have you come join us. And if that's a if that makes it possible for you, please come join us. Feedback at sexymergeradio.com. Um, and on to other news with the show today. We want to welcome you. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. Thanks to Noom for supporting Sexy Marriage Radio. Sticking to a weight loss plan can be hard. Noom is designed for results. It's out with the old habits and in with the new. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash SMR. Well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is an extended conversation with Winifred Riley, who is the author of a book, It Takes One to Tango. Takes one to tango, okay. And it's her story of her journey. She's a marriage family therapist, mm-hmm. and it's her journey of changing her relationship by just dealing with herself. Mm. And it was going to be yeah. a segment for the show, but the conversation went so well. It's the full free version of Sexy Marriage Radio today. Good. That'll be fun to listen to. Because it's a great conversation with her. And coming up on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and no ads, you can subscribe at sexymarriage.net. You can listen to Pam and I in a conversation we're going to have on where's your head during sex. Mm. And I don't mean physically. Yeah, I was going to say, not physically. <laughs> We're not talking about up, down, right. sideways. Between your legs or anything right. like that. We're not talking about that. We're, well, we might talk about that. But this is more where the mental dimensions, the mental experience, because there's styles to sex. It's not about technique, but it's, it's, a, it's three different categories of the styles and the way people do sex. Yeah. And you'll find yourself in one of them, okay. if not a couple. Okay. So all that's coming up on today's show. So joining me for a segment for... This episode of Sexy Marriage Radio is Winifred Riley, who's a marriage family therapist in the California area. She has a private practice specializing in marriage and relationship issues. She also has a book out, It Takes One to Tango, How I Rescued My Marriage with Almost No Help from My Spouse and How You Can Too. And Winifred, I'm so glad you're willing to join me for today's show. Pleasure. 
Because one of the things that uh, is a common thread through the emails and the voicemails that we get from the Sexy Marriage Nation that help fuel and drive where we're going to go is this, this concept that one member of the, of the relationship is listening and the other isn't, which then can be extrapolated into one is looking to change and address some things and the other's not. And this seems to be right in your wheelhouse as far as what mm-hmm. this book mm-hmm. was written. And so I would love to help have you kind of guide us through how does this whole thing unfold when it just takes one to tango? So the reason I wrote the book and the reason I actually started working on this whole concept was that my own marriage was very difficult. My husband and I are both pretty headstrong, stubborn. We're now married 40 years. But back in the early days, we really kind of went to the mat. And okay. I thought, this is really, this is, this is um, you know, this is not a sustainable, this is not a sustainable thing. And, um, and so I, I began to study uh, couples therapy and, you know, to, to do some advanced training. And what I discovered was that the whole basis of our relationship was founded on this idea that we were going to somehow stay in a kind of uh, early honeymoonish kind of relationship. Um, you know that everybody we, it's where we all start out, and right. so I figured when things started to get bad, something was wrong, and so we would battle. We would battle to try to get agreement. We would battle. To both agree with each other all the time, yep. convince each other. You know, yep. it's like here. If, if I say this for the nine hundred and forty fourth time, you are surely going now to understand and think I'm completely right. right. So we would go back and forth, <laughs> and we were driving each other really crazy. And I, I really thought we weren't going to make it. And so then I started studying, um, you know, really in depth studying uh, couples therapy, and I realized that we were just stuck in this model where. We were not, we were not separate enough. And separate doesn't mean distance. I gotcha. Yeah, separate means I'm a person, you're a person. We're not the same, and we have to have a capacity to handle how we're different. Well, we had no capacity to handle how we were different. Okay. We just kept trying to pound it back to you got to agree with me here. No, no, let me say it again. And so I started to, um, I started to. To, to, I came home with all this information. I said, honey, here's the thing. Our marriage is just built on the wrong model. And we just have to kind of rip all the thing down, like take it down to the studs and rebuild this thing. And he was like, you're out of your mind. You, know, you went to what <laughs> like you, you know, you have joined a cult. Right. He, uh, he didn't stand uh, up and applaud that, that he, idea he you had. And like, man, like, that, oh, it's honey, about time. So it's about time. I've been waiting for <laughs> both of us to go walk hand in hand. But actually the irony of this whole thing was I really thought I needed to get him on board for us to become more separate. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> it's like, honey, why don't you take my hand and march into this new model where we each have our own point of right. view. And, and I'm going to take you with me. You're not coming with me. Oh my God, I can't go by myself. Right, I can't go. I can't go into the land of separate on my own. On my own, I can't become a separate person on my own. And so, then one day, it just the, the light bulb went off. I was like, Oh, if I'm going to do this thing, it's actually that's exactly what this is about. It right. is about me 
actually taking steps. And so my model is a really is an empowerment model. It empowers <clears throat> it empowers one person to have a vision for change okay. and not get discouraged because it's it's this whole notion of marriage is a 50-50 two-way street. Well, you know, like what happens when it's 60-40 right. or 80-20 or I am I have a vision for change and you're really discouraged. You th- or you think couples therapy is stupid or or you kind of think everything is fine as as it is. Right. Or my favorite one is why should I do any work? You're the problem. Right. right. You're the one who needs to change. Yeah. So like why don't you go to therapy? Yep. And so uh, I'm fine. And so people get stuck all the time needing to get this shared vision. Okay. And so how it works is this. You have an idea, like, for example, um, when we fight, you call me names, and I don't like that. Okay. So I've spent, let's say, 10 years trying to get you to stop doing that, and, and but unilateral change means, hey, you just called me a name. The fight's over. I'm going to go read. If yeah. you want to talk about it later find me. Yeah. Or, or a kind of on, a, you know, on that one, not that that's not serious, but even more serious is person whose husband comes home drunk over and over. Yeah. And, then, and, and she, they fight and she cries and he says, I'm not drunk. And then one night she says, the next time you come home drunk, I'm going to pick up the kids. We're going to go to my mother's and you're going to have to decide whether you want to stay married. We're not living under these conditions. Right. I love you. I want to be with you. So these are kind of unilateral right. change. Those are moves. big moves. And big that's, moves. Yep. And so then there's little moves. Yep. There's little moves like um, I, I want to talk about sex. And you don't want to talk about sex. So are we going to never talk about sex or am I going to push the edge and say, and, and just say something about sex? Like right. nobody's going to keep you from saying something about sex. You don't need permission. Right. And that's so interesting because I have a lot of different times where I've come across people that they're like, you know what? I, br- I brought up this or the idea of the show or a topic I came across or something I had just read and I wanted to talk to my spouse about it. And their response was, you can't talk about that ever again. And when they're telling yeah, that to me, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah. wait, how do they have that much power over yes, what you well, get we, to say or don't say? Well, because we need approval. Right. And that's really where it comes down to. Oh, my God. I said this thing. And now you made a face. Right. And so I, I will go back and forth sometimes with people of like, and I'd say, and then what? Well, he made a face. And did you spontaneously combust did you <laughs> did you did melt what what just what just what just happened there <laughs> did okay. his head spin around like the exorcist like what happened and people but people are afraid because what we're doing in this unilateral change model is we're shaking up the relationship system right so the whole dynamic and, is being shifted yeah and so if we think for just a minute that a, a, every relationship is a system and within that system there are these unwritten rules uh, some of them are unspoken. Some of them are explicit, like don't ever bring that up again. And so we agree to what I call like a lowest common denominator yep. set of 
of rules. Yep. Okay, fine. We won't talk about that. So let me try and maybe say, maybe we can have sex in the shower. Well, let me try that. No, no, she didn't like that. And then so like, and then you get down to, well, and then we can't talk about my mother-in-law and then we're not allowed. And then suddenly you're like those, the people in the restaurant who don't talk, Yeah. you know, and they yeah. read books or yeah. now they look on their phone. Yeah. And so the whole thing is you shake the system up by, by changing the rules. You know, if you don't like, there was this guy who used to read the news who I really liked. And he would, at the end of the news on the radio, he would say, and if you don't like the news, go out and make some of your own. And so that's, that's good. basically the principle. If you don't like the situation you're in, start to change it. Now, I, I don't want to say this. I don't want, I, I want, I don't want to imply that this is easy. Right. It's actually very scary. Right. So yeah. when I started to change, I decided, um, so one of the instructions, like people want to know, like, how do you do this? Yeah. And so here's a kind of on the ground thing. When I started to test my model, I decided to tackle what I thought was the most noxious aspect of my conflict with my husband, which is we would have these arguments and they weren't, they didn't have to be about anything. Like they'd be about like, you know, whether you buy bananas green or white and which way to put, you know, <laughs> major, like, major important big, world big, peace kind of things. But yeah. we could go, you know, I, I once said that if, if one of us took a strong stand that the earth was flat, we could still argue uh -huh. about it. You, you know? sound and like, so, you sound like you're married. Yeah. I feel like I'm married. <laughs> and so, uh, to a person with gusto. And so, um, so I decided that I was going to, tackle this particular fight where this, this, what would happen in this fight, it wasn't the content, but it was the dynamic that we would start to be talking about something. And then my husband had a way of sort of shifting the subject into something. And it was like, what are we talking about now? Right. Like, wait, 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 wait. And I would always be going, wait, 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 in my mind. And suddenly we're talking about my personality right. or some other character flaws and like why I even started this in the first place. And I would just absolutely get dizzy and, yep. and almost unable to think. And I, as you can hear, I actually can string together a sentence and then follow it with another sentence, but I would become sort of what? Huh? Blah. He and could so totally, just, he could totally derail you. Yes. Right. right off the string. And so I decided I'm going to tackle what I call the loopy logic fights. And I was going to figure out how to not get dizzy and lose my train of thought and want to cry. Okay. And so it took, so here's, here's the thing, brace yourself. It took a year. Okay. To actually develop the capacity to, to do it. And how I decided to do it was each time I started to get dizzy, I would say, hold on a minute. And I would just step out of the room for a second and gather my thoughts and then I would come back in, right? which was where I started to get a really clear sense of you actually have to be separate before you can be together. Right. Like you have to hold, be able to hold on to yourself under pressure right? Uh, before you can actually be intimate because there's so much pressure. Uh, and intimate by intimate, I mean close and right. disclosing, not just sexually intimate, but but open and receptive and present and self-revealing. Yeah, just being and known. So, yeah. And so I had this idea that in order to be together, you have to be separate. Okay. And so 
So I, I, so I, I, I basically called it the step out and think. And so I would step out of the room, gather myself. And sometimes I'd go out, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember what we're doing. I'd go back in. It's like five seconds later. I'm right. just totally lost. And then eventually over time, I, re- I discovered I didn't have, even have to leave the room anymore, that I actually just could articulate what I think. And then I began, and then what I realized was what my husband was doing was just kind of throwing a bunch of words at me because he was really anxious. Right. And he thought he was going to lose something. Right. And so he would just grab at whatever, whatever he could throw me off his scent, he would grab. And then what happened is I could just stay in the room and I could stay in contact with him. And this the issue disappeared, but I want it didn't disappear overnight. It disappeared t- gradually, right. tiny little step at a time where I developed this capacity. And I didn't need his buy-in for that particular thing. We'll be back with more of our conversation right after this. Well, this episode of Sex Image Radio was brought to you by Noom. Because weight loss is a hard thing to do, especially when you don't know how to handle the thoughts and the obstacles that are at play mm-hmm. when it comes to trying to make progress and have that progress stick. Because you and I have had all kinds of experience of, you know what, let's get healthy. Let's, let's change some things. Yeah, and then when one of us gives in, the other gives in too, because it's so much fun to do that together. <laughs> it is so. It is fun to do it together. And with Noom, you're not alone. Whether your partner's joining you or not, you're mm-hmm. a part of a group mm-hmm. with their app that it gives you group conversations plus a coach that can help keep you supported and keep you encouraged. So try something different. Try Noom. One of the things that I've loved so much about Noom is it gives you all, every day new educational tidbits of here's some psych trips here's or tips here's some uh, strategies here's some roadblocks here's some stumbles here's some just all kinds of data that helps you really understand more of this whole process I like the different foods that it says to to um, sub in for something I may not have eaten so well it has good tips on that uh, recipes and different tips to eat better. Absolutely. Cause it also categorizes everything and is either green, yellow, or red. As far as the food choices at the end of the day, when you look, you can yeah, see that makes me choose differently. Where'd you land? Yeah. <laughs> so sign up for your trial today at noom.com forward slash SMR. The, one of the things Noom also does is it tracks your habits. You can visualize portion size. You can see calorie density at a glance, everything at your fingertips. So what do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com forward slash SMR to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com forward slash SMR. Start your weight loss for good. What I'm kind of hearing from all of this, Winifred, is that it's it's he's he's coming out of anxiety-based because he might lose something or be found out. I mean, all that kind of stuff that we face as human beings. Right. Of sure. like, whoa, I, I my, might, my shortcomings might, are exposed. You know, my shortcomings are exposed. I might have the wrong position. Right. And then he is attempting to steer it and keep it off of that, which is in some regards, I get that. I understand that. But that's also then feeding right into your anxiety, which is leading the whole loopy. Whoa, I can't even string together a thought. And yes. so you're just describing using timeout and then figuring out how to do that even in the moment better as we get better at this because this is a learned thing 
Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going there. But then but but what they're not doing in that moment is developing any kind of resilience to right. the garbage that their spouse is running. You know, so if we go back to what we were saying earlier about, oh, we can't talk about this. Right. If you if you fasten your seatbelt and you decide, let me see how far I can take this. You don't want to pound it over your partner's head. You don't want to make them more anxious. But you might say something like, hey, so, you know, I stepped into the shower. It kind of freaked you out. Let's talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's like, well, why don't you want to talk about it? Well, I can't believe you're still talking about it. No, no, I don't want to make you freak out about this. But it just seems like we could have some fun if we actually push the edges of this. I don't want to push any edges. I like things as they are. Well, I want to push some edges, so I'm going to come back to you on this. And if it's if it's not the shower, it's going to be something else. But you know, like you're heads in up. for it. Yeah, heads up here. Well, heads brace up. yourself. <laughs> right, okay. I'm 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 coming for you. Okay, you know, and so and so it's just you may, and and you don't want to come as you don't want to come at it as a person's enemy. Right. So I remember the first time I I really said I got I'm leaving the room. I, I hold on a minute. And it wasn't like, you know, giving him the finger and walking out of the room. It was like, uh, hold on a minute. He didn't know what to, what to do. Right. And so what he said was so wonderful. He's like, oh, oh, so you started the fight and now you're going to end it. And, I, and rather than take that bait, I was like, well, why should we go around in circles right. having an idiotic fight? Sure. I'll end it. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing is you can unilaterally end a fight yes. by saying, you know what? I know you want to talk about, you know, what happened with the bank account and I'm happy to talk about it, but we're just yelling at each other. Right. And we're not talking now. Me. We're I'm just not yelling. doing it. Yeah. So let's take a break and I'll come back. See, I, or, I, Winifred, yeah. I love this because what you're describing to me in my mind, I hear this as I don't have to accept the premise in the way you're coming at it, that yeah. I can I can keep yeah. it on the content that we need to keep it on, not the premise you're trying to now steer. Because if if we're honest, and this is where I think you landed, and I appreciate this in the sense of the work you do, when you're honest, you have to recognize I have a premise too, and I need yeah. to look right. at my side of this too, not just man, my spouse is so good at avoiding, and it's there because that's the sophisticated. I'm still expecting right. something different out of them. Well, you know, we're all really terrific at spotting what our partner does wrong. And we're not always incorrect about that. Right. Sometimes we are. Sometimes, you know, the goal, sometimes the per like my husband would never have said, the thing that my wife needs to change is that I'm able to undo her and she loses her mind. And what she really needs to do is be able to stand up to me and not fall apart in the face of my nonsense. He wouldn't have said that. He right. would have said, he's a terrible listener. <laughs> she blames me for, you know, whatever right. it is. But so you can't, your spouse doesn't necessarily like, or the woman who's like, yeah, my spouse, my, I drink too much and my spouse really needs to stand firm. Right. You know, like that's not what they, right. Right. On their list. But when I say to people, pick one thing that you want to work on, and make it, you can pick an easy thing, but make it a harder thing. Cause you know, it's like go to the gym and say, I'm going to lift one pound. 
You know, it's like, no, go to the gym and lift. Start with three pounds or five pounds. Right, right. See what happens. Push, push it a little bit. And so um, I say pick one thing, and I would say 50% of the time I get a blank stare. One, what, what kind of thing? Well, something you do that drives your spouse crazy or something you do that uh, some dynamic that feels awful to you that you can't stand anymore or some position that you take that's, that's, that's counterproductive. I have no idea. And their spouse, can I say something? Can I say, no. <laughs> I can give them the no, one thing. <laughs> no, I can give them one thing that they do. But people are, are but they could, you, I could tell you 10 things you do, but me, like, hmm. And right. so when I started, so the next step after being able to keep my head together was what am I doing? What's my contribution to this silliness besides right. losing my bearings? You know, and it was like, oh, yeah, I start as many fights as he does. Or a stupid fight, I will just hang on anyway. It's like, oh, fight, good. Let me take off the gloves. We're in. Right. Or the other one was that um, that I I do I discovered I in fact he was not wrong I have a tendency to blame oh my you mean the guy who lived with me for twenty years actually knew something about me right and so you know you see so you have to start to look at your own stuff yeah it's not easy but if you really want to have a different relationship and your spouse says I'm not interested in change this is how you change yourself. And this is not being a doormat. Right. This is what people are afraid. It's like, oh, I already do everything. I'm yeah, already this is doing. The, this is the absolute opposite of that. Right. Right. I'm doing more than my fifty percent. Uh, so I say, okay. So here's the alternative. Your spark. Your partner is doing squat, and so what? You're going to drop down and do nothing, and then your marriage is going to be worse than it is. Like, like, get creative, empower yourself. Right. Challenge the system. Yeah. Who wants? I agree. Nobody wants to be in a marriage where somebody is is a, is a kind of a, a lazy bum, or but but nobody really is that. Right. If if your spouse is sitting there saying, "I like things just as they are," you have a scared spouse. Right. You don't have a bad spouse. I, I have never actually met anyone who does not have a good place. Who, who doesn't have a good place in themselves that I can speak to. Like, 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 you know, I will say, what do you say to yourself that makes it okay for you to behave like this? Right. And people, there is a good place in every person. You speak to the best. Now as spouses, we don't speak to the best all the time. We right. will be you're lazy bum or whatever. That is not speaking. Right. To the person's best. And it's not speaking truth either. It's not saying, what, what are you so afraid of? Because this is what my husband was afraid of. He said, this model is stupid. I don't understand. Why, why are, you, are you cultivating separateness? All that's going to happen is the more separate we get, the more likely we are to get a divorce. Right. He was afraid of letting go. And, you know, it's not like it's not like we walked around like like twins. You know, he went to work, I went to work, right. he went to a different gym, I have different friends. But emotionally and psychologically, we were joined at the hip. Yep. He disagreed with me. He made a face. Oh, my God. I mean, if I think about, like, he used to make a face and I couldn't function. I would. It was devastating. I can't believe you made that face. Yep. It's like, what happened to me? I'm a grown woman, you know. 
And so it's like someone made a face or they didn't like it or they said, you know, I mean, people all the time say, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sort of stuck on this sex in the shower. It's just a simple yeah. one. It's like, I want to, you know, or let's have sex with the lights on. And then the partner is like, that is just too weird. Yeah. Well, forget it. Like it's off the table for 12 years. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why? Right. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid when we, when we move unilaterally, we are standing alone. Even if it's just for a little while, we're right. standing alone. Right. And that's a, that's a risky thing. If, if I'm not wanting to be pushed or I'm comfortable or my anxiety is being triggered or all or of I these have, things. Yeah. Or I have a model that a good marriage means we are in agreement. Okay. You know, it's a good marriage means we are a team. Right. Well, if you've ever watched any kind of team, there are a whole bunch of people making different moves on a team. (laughs) Nobody's got their shoelaces tied together. Everybody has their own jobs. Everybody has their own jobs. And, you know, and even on teams, people argue, you know, and so, so, but but we have to challenge the whole model. We have to challenge the 50-50 two-way street, everybody putting in an equal share or otherwise it's not fair so we have to throw out fairness this is the it is not fair model and oh well because (laughs) i get you you can go with fair or you can go with uh really raising the level of your relationship and it really happens you you become immune to this stuff and then you start to go places you didn't think you could people People feel, you know, it's like I, I write in my book about a guy whose wife would freeze him out. Okay. Like, like he would just, oh, she would go into it, like, and this would be days. And he would be dysfunctional. He'd be pleading, he'd buy yep. flowers, yep. and he was crawling around and doing all this stuff. And then one day he's like, I think I'm going to go read. Maybe I'll walk the dog. You know, I'll take the kid to the park. And he started to realize... I can be okay while she's doing her thing yep. and she's either going to thaw or I'm going to, or she's going to, you know, we're going to put her in an ice statue museum. I mean, it's like, and he stopped getting so hooked. And so what happens on the other side is when you change the system, your partner is changing without knowing it because they don't have the, the same thing to bounce bounce off if they right. say you know like you be quiet and you know it's like the kids across the street i used to watch them they would do you shut up no you shut up no you shut up no you shut up and so if you don't have that thing to bounce off it's like if it's like oh you shut up it's like really that's a crazy thing to say i'm gonna go have a sandwich would you like a sandwich you're changing yeah. the dynamic and you just change it it's like it's you, just like oops New rules. Yeah, no, I, I love it because you're talking about just the whole idea of I'm going to control what I can control rather than trying to control what I can't. The, the whole principle of just, I, I put it on pers- personal right. responsibility. Yeah, that's right. Change the thing that you can change because you have, and so, you know, we all know you have already tried to change your spouse. Right. You have jumped up and down. You have yelled. You have screamed. You have pleaded. You have written love notes. You have cried you've threatened divorce so like just now change the thing you could change and it's 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 not easy but it's simple okay you you um you 
you pick one thing, you pick one thing at a time. You may have to just, the first thing you may not, might need to do is just observe what happens when I bring this up. And when I bring this up and he or she does that, what happens to me? Why do I get so upset by that? Right. Like it's an inquiry. Like how do I get undone? Because that's, see, that's what happens is we will block what makes us anxious. Right. Right. And so it's like, if this is coming at me, if somebody's like, I'd like to share the cooking from now on, I'm tired of doing all this. If, if that's threatening to you, you're going to throw everything out. I thought you were a better cook. Oh, it makes me scared. Oh, I'm afraid of knives. Right. I mean, like, right. like whatever right. it is, oh, the heat, I'm going to pass out. You know, you're going to throw whatever you can because we have to actually function while anxious. Yeah. That's called being a grown up, like, isn't it? Called being a grown up. <laughs> At least working <laughs> yeah, towards yeah. it. It's working towards it moment <laughs> by moment. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's so, and so really, it, it's, what happens is you get free of some of this stuff that you thought was a given. It's not a given. Yeah. It's and it but 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 what I, I really want to say is you don't just try something once and say you've done everything. Exactly. You might have to do this like I did it for a year. Yeah. Before I could just stand there and observe what my husband was doing. And here's what happened next was just, we didn't have those fights anymore. It, they just melted because I could just stay in the room and just see. And then he stopped throwing out all this crazy defensive nonsense because something different happened. I mean, this is a long time ago, so yeah. I, I can't remember exactly how it was, except for that it just changed. It was, I would be there and I, I you know, and it would be more connected and more like right. we didn't even go there anymore because I wasn't providing the disoriented, you but know, if he said, you know, well, yeah. Yeah. But you're not, you're yeah. not saying though that you don't still have disagreements. It's just, oh God, you didn't no. have the no. loopy argument disagreements. We didn't have the loopy argument. And then what was, what followed that is we stopped having stupid arguments. That okay. was the next one, which was like, am I going to really argue I really do think the frontage road is a much better way to go today. No, no, I think we should go along the freeway. It's like fine, yeah, you know. Perfect. Like, I'll fight for the ones, the hills I have to die on. I love that because I think that man, marriage is going to have conflict, and so I, why don't I just really start focusing on the conflicts that matter rather than and the ones that don't. Most of them don't. Most <laughs> That's of them true. Don't. That is very, very true. Just, most of our fights are really. We get, we're caught in the content. Yep. But most of our fights are really about, do I have a voice? Do you think that I'm, I'm important? Like, and so do you think that I'm important can run its through, run its way through? I said, we should take the frontage road and you didn't listen to me. And now we're arguing about the frontage road rather than, you know, sometimes when I talk, I have a sense that you tune me out. What do you think? That's good. That's good. You know, so it's what like. Winifred, I have to say thank you for spending the time with the show today and, and, and the work that you do. So tell, tell people at Sexy Marriage Nation how they can find more about you and, and okay. your book. So you can find my book uh, all over the place. Some, it's still actually in some bookstores. There are bookstores um, on Amazon. Um, 
I have a blog called Speaking of Marriage. Uh, you can find lots of uh, articles there. Uh, that's the best way. Perfect. You can find a lot more about this in my book. It takes one to tango. And I'll put all of that will be in the show notes if you're listening. So thank you very much for the time, oh, Winifred. It's been really fun. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, we're going to leave it at that. Wonderful. So Winifred Riley. I liked I liked that conversation. Mm-hmm. That was a good. I love the framework just because it's the same kind of thing we've proposed for all these years. <laughs> Sexy Marriage Radio. Mm-hmm. That handle you. Yeah. Deal with you. Draw a circle around yourself and fix what's in the circle. Exactly. That is that is the best way to change life. Is change yourself. Yeah. Like, wasn't it Gandhi? Be the change you want to see. In oh, the, don't in ask the world. Me quote. <laughs> this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. <laughs> If we left something undone, 214-702-9565 is how you let us know. Wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking the time out of this week to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.